This podcast is listener supported. To help us out, go to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Red Bull Rant. This is the Red Bull Rant podcast. If you aren't expecting adult language, why even bother listening? Welcome, my friends, to The Show Never Ends. <clears throat> this is the Red Bull Ram Podcast, the official Red Bull podcast of SB Nation and What's Metro. I'm your host, Jason Ipico. I'm Pat McDonald. I'm Truman, and this is episode 207, Down in a Hole. <laughs> hey, at least a hole could, could be worse. It could be. As we'll get to, won't we? <laughs> yes, we will. Uh, so, let's just get right into it. Um... New York Red Bulls first leg of the Eastern Conference semifinals, not very good. Not very good at all. Um, when we were talking about this game last week, we said a draw would probably be a very good result for them. Well, they lost and didn't even get a rolled goal in the process. Nope. So things are not looking great for the Red Bulls <clears throat> in the second leg. Although, in fairness, they are not the worst team to have played this weekend because every single higher C team lost in a shutout. In the first weekend of MLS playoffs, yeah, which is amazing, honestly. Like I, 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 you couldn't have written that. And then I think the, I think it was us in Colorado, and then it just got progressively worse from there. You'd be, you would be you'd be correct. There's a lot. We'll we'll talk about this game, and then we'll we'll talk about the rest because a lot of weird stuff happened for sure. Well, yeah. So New York Red Bulls uh, went up, take on the Montreal Impact. Uh, like I said, first game of the Eastern Conference semifinals where road goals do play a key uh, in determining the winner of the series. So what do the Red Bulls do? Well, they don't score a goal. And they give up a... Well, pro- which should not have been a goal because of how I, how Mancuso had to take that shot. That should never have been a goal to begin with. But uh, So Red Bulls drop opening uh, leg one, one nothing, have to... And we'll get into all the different scenarios, but now basically have to come out uh, screaming in the second leg in order to secure a series victory. Um, as we do our likes and dislikes, so uh, start with our dislikes. Pat, you can go first. What do you dislike about this one? Uh, I think I dislike my big dislike, and I think it kind of goes back to what Truman said last week, and uh, you know, kind of to their play playoff performance under Jesse Marsh is uh, just like that they don't really seem to be employing the high press in the playoffs. It, it, it just they don't seem to be attacking upfield which works for them so well in the regular season. It's like I understand there is the fear of, uh, you know, you almost, you're a bit more tentative, a bit more defensive in the playoffs because you want to, you know, minimize mistakes. But you, you got to go with what works for you. And it just does not seem like they are employing that. And, you know, it's, I kind of feel like if they keep with their, st- this, the, their regular um, strategy of pressing high, that away goal is going to come in, and I think it's, you know, especially on the away is when you probably should be implying, uh, you know, um, employing it more because getting hit, getting hit for a goal or two uh, away while you may get a goal away or, uh, or two is uh, still a good result. So I think that's got to be my big, big dislike. They kind of seem to be going into a shell uh, during, these, uh, during these playoff games. I feel like you saw the press... Early, 
where they looked a little bit better, and then the second half, uh, since Pat and I were watching the game mm-hmm. together at Darby Road, and we were all looking at each other like, what, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. The whole second half, you're like, what, what happened? Where'd that team go? Yep. They, they vanished. I completely vanished. And they got punished for it on what I believe was a very nice goal. Yep. I mean, that was a one, that was a pass, long pass, one bounce, boom, rocket, rocket shot. So uh, I didn't say it wasn't a nice goal. I just said I meant it should never have happened because defense should have done better. But right, I said sorry. Right, but I'm, yeah. that is a, a crazy goal. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't even know how much you put that on the defense. I mean, that was just kind of. I mean, that was kind of like a you know one in a million. Uh, you know, one in one hundred, one in a million type of goal there. So, <laughs> um, well, my dislike is again what we talked about last week: lack of goal scoring. BWP vanishes. And the only time he appears is with a ball he should have 100% put in the back of the net. Mm-hmm. Right at the end of the game, the ball's on his foot, and he just com- misses it misses it wide right. Yep. That me. is just sickening. Go ahead, go ahead Pat. Yeah, cause me to uh, send my, my chair at the bar back about five, six feet, which, you know, with me stumbling every, every foot of the way trying to regain my balance, which uh, was, I'm sure, a sight for a lot of people to see. Yeah, again, they uh, Montreal gave up, you know, throughout the season, were giving up some goals at home. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing. A couple good chances, and one near gimme chance is what they had and mm-hmm. did not capitalize. That would have turned the whole series around. Mm-hmm. The whole series, if they put just that one in at the end. Mm-hmm. Everyone would have felt a lot better going into this game with that away goal and the pressure not being on to almost virtually get a shutout, mm-hmm. uh, a shutout or a blowout on Sunday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I know what my go-to is. I am not going to bring it up because I'm pretty sure we're going to talk about this at some point anyway. So I will stay off the referees for now. <laughs> well, we'll get it. No, I mean, yeah, maybe I, for I, what I, you're about I, to say. I but. figured we were going to talk about it in a greater context, so I will leave that alone. Um, I, I... I just I don't even know where to start with this one, honestly. Uh, how, how about this, um, Damari? What are you thinking? I listen. I'm, I don't think that was a straight red card, but you can't go into that tackle, Damari. You just you can't because you're showing your studs. Senseless. You're showing your studs and just welcoming the referee to make a call. That's yep. what you're doing there. Yep. So regardless of how I feel about the decision, you were the one that that made the stupid decision to make that tackle. And took yourself out of the game this week. Now, granted, you are a sub, so I guess it's not a big loss in the terms of you know the greater picture. But still, to to do that at the end of a game in which your team is trying to come back to win does not help no. yeah. at all. On the sideline, no less. Not even in the in the center of the field, nowhere. Right on the sideline at the end of the game. Right. I guess the good news of that is that. Um, I mean, the chances are kind of slim seeing him play anyway on Sunday yeah. mm-hmm. with Royer coming back. So maybe that's a bit of a positive. If anyone was going to miss the next game, maybe it's the guy that barely got any time. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm throwing this in. I, I talked about, I told you guys about this in the uh, our little you know Facebook chat or whatever it was. ESPN st- score ticker. This this is a pet peeve. When the game's going on, I don't think you really need that because you know other sports don't have that happen. For the other big events don't get that from you. And the playoffs should be considered a big event, regardless of what game it is, and shouldn't have a score ticker. And then on top of that, half the real estate you dedicate to your score ticker shouldn't just be the color gray. <laughs> because you're taking away from the the rest of the, the, 
picture you could be showing me of the game. So if you can have the ticker there, just only use what's necessary. Don't have this big, you know, like half of the score ticker be nothing. Just well, the solid color gray because it's annoying. We know that ESPN cannot live one second without having the ticker on the bottom. That yeah. is just ESPN. Yeah. They, they can't live without it. Plus, you're talking about Sunday fantasy football people right. having to see what's going on in every game, having to throw every statistic at you. Even though you're watching a soccer game, there's still those people out there who want to stare at the bottom of the screen even though they could just check their phones. Yeah, hey, I'm, I'm totally checking my phone during that game anyway. I think we both were, so. Sure. <laughs> Every time Brady scored a touchdown, I was looking at my phone. There you go. All right, so is there anything positive that we can take away from this? Well, I will say this. I'm glad it was just a one nothing result mm-hmm. and not the result you could you could want. But when you look, we're going to talk about the rest of the playoffs. Not god-awful. No. Uh, this team is very good at home, mm-hmm. so... I think that was probably the biggest positive to get out of. It. It's like, hey, look, yeah, it's one nothing, but it's not two, it's not three. It, it absolutely could be worse. Yeah, I mean, I think there's, you know, the big likes have to be going towards looking forward. Um, Royer is back. I mean, you know, will, will he start right away? I don't know, but, you know, that does give you some relief because Grella has not exactly been as good as we've seen in the past. Um, you know, the one goal they did give up really was spectacular. I mean, other than that, Montreal didn't have too many dangerous chances. And and if you just look over the history of these two teams playing at Red Bull Arena, the Red Bulls have beaten them pretty solidly. If I'm not mistaken, the only draw was in that CCL match where they where the Red Bulls tried out a bunch of scrubs anyway. So I definitely think looking ahead, there's a lot to uh, be positive about, but you know they are going to kind of have to score early and often because they can't risk giving up that away goal, um, you know, without a couple on the board for their for themselves. So that that's the big the w- big worry there at that at this point. Oh, sorry, Sherman, I thought you were going to have your own. No, 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 no. We said enough so far. I was waiting yeah, for you. I, I I think that's pretty much it. Is that it could have been worse. So uh, while it sucks, you know, one goal in terms of a series is the best result you can get in terms of a loss because and and at least that loss came you know on the road where they are the worst team and they're, they're much much better at home so and and say this about it again we talked about this on sunday too watching the game aside from a goal of the week candidate which i think that was they didn't really give up much of anything else mm-hmm. on target really really nothing mm-hmm. so it took one absolutely rocket shot one crazy goal uh and that was it that was the whole game so maybe it makes you feel good about the way your defense played around uh the way the midfield played defensively mm-hmm. 11 total shots two on target for montreal yeah so there, i mean there you go i'm not not terrible yeah but again when you control 60 something percent of possession on the road in the playoffs how many, ti- how many times are we going to see that in in with this team, oh, yeah. Uh, how many times? Are, yeah, I think it's pretty much every game we see the yeah. Red Bulls owning possession. So, yeah. all right. So uh, let's move on. Wait, you, you didn't want to talk about the refereeing? You didn't want to talk about was that a penalty in the box? Nothing, nothing, uh, Jay, nothing. So, well, I figured that was a. Gen- I thought we were doing a general referee discussion. We can meet this. <laughs> so, I'm trying not to get myself worked up this week. Okay. 
I'm, I'm, I'm saving it for next week just in case the Red Bulls let me down. Well, well let, me, let me ask you this before we move on, because we did watch it at a bar where they refused to put the sound on because you had to listen to the Jets game and then crappy pop music. Um, Sugar Ray, baby. What was the thought of the non-penalty call in the box? Which one? In the, in the first half. The Ray Phillips one? Yeah. Uh, so they're kind of mixed. They're like the ball is getting away from Red Phillips, but it is clear that he's brought down. So it should in a, a, they could see it not being called, but they thought that it should have been a penalty. Okay, which I agree with because even though the ball is getting away from him, he pretty much went studs up on his ankle and could have taken Red Phillips out of the game. Which, granted, you, <clears throat> it was hard to see that on TV. It wasn't until somebody took a picture and. I unfortunately saw it on instant replay, and that's how I figured that out. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, at least at least they had the good graces to put the Red Bulls game first on instant replay. It means I could just you know watch that, and then that was it. I could turn it off. Right. So this is that. But there was like there there was a very there's three three what I think could have been penalty uh, kicks awarded for the Red Bulls in that game. One was the the rather Phillips one, which. Right before that, how does Question get, like, drilled in the chest and nothing happens? I don't know. Then, uh, later in the game, Question again gets drilled in the chest. This time, the guy's not even trying to play the ball. Nothing happens. And then three is a handball that, granted, is only one camera angle, but it looked like the hand got in the way. And the referee gave a corner on it anyway, which means... It clearly it. deflected on a, on a, a defender, <laughs> which he put his arm in front of him. So you know it's very it is very possible that it didn't hit his arm, but I'm going to guess that from the angle it, that it did. But again, that's a guess. It, it's funny how the ref uh, does not want to influence the result of a series for about eighty nine minutes, and then at the end, <laughs> red yeah. cards the guy straight red out of the game. It which, changes, which changes everything. By the way, like I understand when the crackdown on studs up tackles, right? But at some point, when you get the ball first, you have to be allowed to do that, right? Mm-hmm. What did he go in with force? Yeah. Did he go in with two feet? No. Did he go in studs up? Yeah. But again, he got the ball first, and it, to me, it looked like his foot went over the ball, so he was trying to go at the center of it, and his foot rolled over. Not unlike what happened to Felipe earlier in the year in New England. Where, you know, he went with the, the side of his foot, happened to get the top of the ball, foot, his foot rolls over it, and happens to hit a guy, and they gave him a red card. Yeah. At, so, at some point, and I am not advocating for players to start taking other players out or anything like that. I just want to make that perfectly clear, just in case. But at some point, you have to be able to say, hey, this guy was clearly going for the ball. It wasn't malicious. It was an accident because of this of how he happened to hit the ball. Yellow card, sure, but it's not a red card. Like you can't just do these blanket statements of studs up automatic red just don't work. Right. Because there's too there's too many. Pro- it's the same thing with like where they talk about regulating hits on the quarterback in the NFL. At some point, players are going to make a mistake because the speed of the game. You can't just make a blanket statement. It doesn't work. I mean, there should at least be, like, a, a next day, day after review of the, you know, <coughs> red, maybe David, they could change it. But. I mean, David Villa? Oh, wait, no, that didn't happen. No, nothing happened. Don't, shh, nothing to see there. Yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about. You mean the, the soon-to-be MVP of the league? Yeah. That guy? Yeah. 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 Chiproni. <laughs> uh, 
I, I didn't see any other game because I was just too frustrated with the Red Bulls, but... How much is it going to suck when David frickin' Villa wins MVP and, and our two players are going to be right second and third place? Because you know that's what's going to happen. It's it's happening. It happened already. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure um, Cangelosi and Shep talked about that on like the last broadcast where like, Shep goes, the Red Bulls in this particular case are... Um, a victim of their own success because they basically have two MVP candidates and nobody's going to side with one over the other on the team. Yeah. So they'll end up splitting whatever votes the either one would have gotten. So, hooray. Yep. Oh, well. I guess we can move on, right? Now we can move yeah. on? Yeah. Yeah. Unless, unless you want to talk about any other referee and stuff. No. Okay, okay wait. Wait, I do. <coughs> How about the fact that Seattle shouldn't even be in the... Uh, there's a chance they shouldn't even be in this position right now after their, uh, their uh, play-in game. Uh, I honestly don't even remember what happened in the playing game. No, uh, they sh- there was got player was completely offside. Scored the goal completely oh, offside. Yeah. But the one goal to get them through. That's right. Well, I don't know. There we go. I, I, it's just some more officiating for you. At, at some point, I got to just like stop trying to understand <laughs> shit. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, before we preview the Montreal match, we do have a piece of listener mail. It comes from uh, Jorge Pereira. Talk. It's not so much about the game itself, but about home and away series. We might have talked about this like in the last few years. I don't remember. But anyway, here's what he has to say. Well, I'm obviously not happy with last night's result. I'll leave the post-game analysis to you guys. I'm writing because I wanted to hear your thoughts on the home and away series. I have no problem with using the system as it's what's commonly implemented in other leagues, etc. My real question is whether having first leg at home is more of an advantage than having the second leg at home. Look at what happened this weekend. All four home teams won and more importantly kept a clean sheet essentially setting them up to win the series. While the Red Bulls aren't in the same dire situation as NYCFC, and then in parentheses he says, ha, because of course we're going to laugh at him, (laughs) or FC Dallas, we now have to be pitch perfect on Sunday, scoring at least once and keeping a clean sheet. Luckily, we do have the capacity to score three if needed, but it doesn't always happen that way. I'd much rather start at home strong and put the pressure on our opponent for the second leg. My stance might be different if we scored some way goals, but what do you guys think? Pat, want to go first? I mean, I, I don't know how much of an advantage there really is one way or another. I mean, I know a couple, I feel like a couple years ago, I don't remember the scenarios, but people were reacting the opposite, uh, feeling that, you know, it would have been better if the Rebels were home. Uh, or maybe it was even another team. I don't remember, you know, if they were home the second leg. Uh, I think that was more, that more had to do with the weeknight games being, because the playoff games were weeknights, the first leg, and that sucked about being home. Yeah, now that there's, um, you know, now they're playing them both on weekends, I think, I don't know how much it matters uh, having both games uh, at home, or, you know, one home, one away, whichever. Um, yeah, I, mean, I suppose, you know, you employing that home field advantage, um, first would certainly give you a bit more, um, you know, uh, a bit more confidence going forward uh, on the away leg. But uh, I, I really don't know if it matters one way or another. I think the tough thing when you're only playing two games is that, yeah, there really is a home field advantage. I mean, I think what they did was they took every other American sport where if there's a best of seven series, mm-hmm. the 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 best team plays at home for the last game, and I'm sure that was the thought process, was like, hey, they're the better team, they should have that final game. But when there's only two games, and then you're talking away goals, which 
A few years ago, everybody wanted the away goal. Mm-hmm. Everybody wanted the away goal rule put in. Because how many series would the Red Bulls have won if they had the away goal rule, blah, 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 blah. That, that Houston series that we lost because right. of that, that would have been over in regulation if we had the away goal rule. Correct. And that's what everybody wanted. So now you, you know, you're getting it. And the one thing is, this weekend was a weird anomaly. When else are you going to see all four games be 0-0 at half? Yeah. And then every single road team not not score gets shut out. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, we're not pros. We're, we're not uh, Matt Doyle, which maybe he doesn't. He probably have to check the record books when you look at such a weird weekend. Mm-hmm. Zero zeros across the board until the second half. I just it it doesn't happen that often. Yeah, I think since they went to this format a few years ago, that it hasn't happened. But so here here's my thoughts. The question is. How much do you value regular season performance in the playoffs, right? Because the away the away goal stuff historically has never been about higher seed. Because you know the Champions League and all that stuff, it's all random. For the most part, it's been random draw, and away goals would were implemented because you had ties that they couldn't resolve, and they would have to have like a third game, and they were trying to do away with that, especially back in like you know the seventies and eighties, because travel wasn't easy. Not, not that it's easy now, but it's easier mm-hmm. given, you know, the proliferation of airlines and all this other stuff and charter flights. and So away goals weren't implemented to favor one team over the other. The away goals were implemented just to end the series without having to worry about a th- trying to establish a third game and get that scheduled. Well, also, they don't want so, more games going to extra time and penalty kicks. Yeah. Correct. And, yeah. that, and, then, and that was, part of, and they, that was and, part of it, too. And they don't want the away team bunkering in, you know? Right. They don't want to give them an incentive to push for it, so. so but so the, my thing is, it comes down to how much do you value the regular season? Because I can make the case that maybe in a two-game series, the Red Bulls should have both home games. And away goals don't matter. Hmm. Yeah. You know, if, if I'm the higher seed and we're only playing two games, why shouldn't I get an extra game at home? Uh, I mean, I could, I could also I could also make the case that in a tie, the Red Bulls being the higher seed should advance regardless of away goals. That was bandied about uh, this weekend too. Yeah, like you, you could. There's a bunch of different ways you could kind of play this. Like I made the suggestion a few years ago that they, when they get to the four teams left, you do a group three week group stage game uh, scenario where the highest seed gets three home games, the second highest gets two, and then third gets one, and then whoever's in fourth has to play three road games. And then you know, hey. take whoever the winner is, and they go to MLS Cup or something like that. Like, uh, Go go NFL. One one oh, game. Yeah. One playoff game. Yeah, I mean, there's there's many different ways you do this. The, the, the real question is, how much do you value regular season performance? Because if you value the regular season more, you know, saying, hey, the Red Bulls were the best team in the East over, the, over 34 games... Then we should get a better advantage than any other team in the Eastern Conference, right? Mm-hmm. But we're not. No, you're getting the same thing that every other team gets, pretty much. The, the only advantage it's, I mean, the, it's a third through six. That's it. The only advantage we do get is if that the series goes to is tied on aggregate and away goals, then we host the thirty minutes of extra time penalty kicks, right? Yeah. And then the same thing in this in the next round if that were to happen, and then you know if we advance far enough into MLS Cup, we could possibly host like that's. That's the advantage right now for winning the East, but is it enough? I don't know. I maybe, maybe not. There's, I could see it going both ways. Um, 
Uh, also, listen, if, you, if, you're, if you're the top-seeded team over the other team you're playing, maybe score a fucking goal on the road. Maybe score a goal. And I think that's why everyone's kind of getting wacky with this weekend, because no one scored. Mm-hmm. You're, you're the better team. Red Bull should have fucking scored. At least one. Yeah. Two. They were averaging, like, what, two goals on the road. They weren't getting a lot of results. <laughs> but they were at least scoring two goals. Yeah. There's no reason why they shouldn't have scored a goal or two in this game. But they didn't. Yeah. Uh, uh, NYCFC, same thing. Uh, we've seen Toronto's defense. There's no reason why they couldn't have scored at least a goal. Yeah, I mean, no, no matter what the playoff format is, you're going to have somebody's unhappy. You're going to have anomalies like this weekend. You're going to have teams that should be doing better but aren't. Like, there's so many different scenarios. Like, something just popped in my head. Like, why even have six teams in the playoffs out of ten? Yeah. Well, that's I mean, that's a whole other story. But, like, my, that, right. like, you understand my point, right? Like, like, you can make an argument for almost anything almost any aspect of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yes, is, is it worth talking about? Sure, but, I mean, unfortunately, you know, this league's going to keep growing. There's talk about expanding the playoffs once we reach 24 teams and uh, a bunch I'll, of other crap. So I'll, now, say, I'll say this. I think for now, MLS is doing it the best they can mm-hmm. with what they have. I think this probably is the best way to do the playoffs. Not Not two out of three games. There's a bunch of other stuff that we remember in the history of this league, and I think so far right now, this is about as good as you're going to get. Well, yeah. plus with a 34-game schedule, playing the best of three series twice is not feasible. No, it's in, right, of course not. It's in, it would be completely insane. So, I mean, I don't know. Do, I, do, I think moral stories is no real perfect answer for this. I, I feel that I have to apologize. We've answered nothing in this whole thing. We've talked, <laughs> we've talked and talked, but uh, <laughs> we've solved nothing on this issue. Great, great question. Here's some words. <laughs> well, it generated discussion, so that is a great question. Yeah, no, for sure. But you know, I wish we, ha- I wish we all could come up with like a solid answer. But really, there's just, I don't know. I'll say it's once again. What a weird weekend it was. Yeah, I mean, weird, maybe, that's just a Sunday. Weird Sunday. I mean, talking about feasibility, I think you know it's possible. Once this team, this league expands to 24, I think, what, 28 is the number that's been. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, that's been bandied about. Um, once we get to that point, and, you know, say the season starts going to 40 some odd games, then maybe we will get the oh NFL. Oh, my God. We'll get the NFL version, just one offs, and then there's your home field advantage. I couldn't fathom <laughs> that many regular season games. February to December, baby. Ugh. So why not a winter schedule? But sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, let's move on to let's move on. Sure. Um, so Red Bulls hosting Montreal uh, this Sunday, November sixth, four p.m. Eastern kickoff time. Uh, games will be on ESPN proper. Um, so scenarios to win, or sorry, scenarios for this uh, game. For the Red Bulls to win this series outright without going to extra time, they would need to win on Sunday by two or more goals. So that's like 2-0, 3-1, 2 that kind of thing. Um, if it Sunday ends 1-0, the series will be tied 1-1, and we will see extra time and possibly penalty kicks at Red Bull Arena. Any other result, the Red Bulls are out of the playoffs. Crazy. <laughs> Here we are again. Well, yep. I mean, this is what happens when you don't score on the, on the road. Yep. So, uh, I I am going to chew and wrap. I am not going to predict this because I don't. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not putting my, uh, any curses on myself this time. 
I'll predict. Since I have a set of testes, I think the uh, Red Bulls are going to win two nothing. I think it'll be a nail biter the whole way. There'll definitely be some moments that it's going to go, you know, cause us to go crazy. But uh, I do think the Red Bulls will pull it out. I, I mean, they they really have been uh, shutting Montreal down at home, uh, and I, they, I do think the scoring will come. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go with a two nothing win. The Red Bulls. It'll be interesting to see who plays in that game. Yeah. Because there's been talk of Verone starting. Mm-hmm. As we know, uh, Royer's healthy. Now, Royer was kind of healthy last week, and they didn't play him. So if he's a 100%, is, is he in the lineup? Uh, that's going to be the biggest question. Can they win? Sure. Can they win by more than uh, two goals? Yeah. I mean, of course they can. Mm-hmm. But, but come on. What are we looking at in the playoffs again with this team? I mean, it's only been one game so far. Mm-hmm. But you guys, you got to score more than one goddamn goal a game or less. Yeah, you got to do it if you really want to be the champions and you want people to get off your ass. Put up more than a goal. Yep. I- I'm sorry, because I- we don't want to deal with it again. What just happened last year in the in the first round of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You- it's it's not going to cut it. Uh, a, a goal by Daniel Royer in the uh, 75th minute is not going to cut it. That just means you're playing an extra half hour. Yeah. That's all that is. Score in the first goddamn half. Yeah. Okay? Do that for once. And then let's see what goes on in the second. Yeah. Just man up. <laughs> really? Just man up. Win. Win this goddamn game. You have... Listen... They have everything going for them yet again. They're only down by a goal, okay? Dallas is down by three. Yeah. Three goals, okay? And Colorado is, I mean, they're only down a goal. But again, they are trailing. Mm-hmm. There's a chance. I mean, I I think we can all say that Dallas is probably going home. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, they, they clung onto the supporter shield just because they had a, a big lead early enough to hold onto the supporter shield. But I, I don't think there's a feasible way that they advance in that game. So there's one team out. There's a supporter shield team out, and then you just have to think about Colorado's result. Mm-hmm. And it would all be sitting there for you again. <laughs> so I don't know. Get your shit together. No, I'm so I'm mad again. What happened? Now I'm mad. <sighs> Well, hold on. Well, let me let me put my words in, then we'll make you less mad. Um, so, I guess I'm not going to predict, but Verone, I'm I think is pretty much a lock to start at this point. Um, Royer, if he's healthy, I'd say go for it because obviously, you know, Grella did have that that great game a while a few weeks ago, but just doesn't seem to have it right now. And then Mule Mule's great, but he doesn't have the same offensive talents that Verone does, so. In a winner-go-home situation, where you need goals, put your best offensive players on the field. That's all I'm going to say. Which could or could not be Verone, we just don't know because of the way this season went. Yeah. We, just, we have no idea. I mean, hey, Verone's the one that set Damari and Ray Phillips up on that, that goal, or that possible goal, I should say. Right. So, true. True. Should have been a goal. It should have. Mm-hmm. And it should have been a goal by Damari, but absolutely should have been a goal by Ray Phillips. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so let's make Truman a little less angry. Um, let's go over quickly the results from the rest of the weekend. Is this our dumping ground? Sure. I think it is. I think okay. this is our dumping ground. So uh, after Montreal, New York, it was L.A. versus Colorado. L.A. left with a one nothing victory. Uh, Colorado being the number two seed in the Western Conference and the only other team aside from Dallas that could host the Red Bulls in, ML- in MLS Cup if they were to make it. Um, 
after that it was Toronto FC with two late goals against NYC FC. Oh. And, and a David Vila kick that didn't count for anything because he's getting Jermaine Stone treatment. But anyway, um, and then in the nightcap, Seattle hosting FC Dallas 3 nothing over the Supporter Shield. But as we all know, Dallas has their own set of issues, and nobody really expects them to make it that far in the playoffs after the injuries. So, yeah, I mean, three nothing is not a great result. No, that's a woman. Regar- regardless of the injuries, that is not a good result. But I mean, hey, nobody's really expecting Dallas to make it out of this round anyway. So, um, so I guess is there anything besides the terrible team week? Is there anything you guys want to talk about? Well, I think the terrible team of the weeks. I'm, I mean, usually we stop this at the end of the regular season, but it was Dallas. I mean, there's just yeah. no excuse. Uh, what, is, what are the results do you guys are going to be at the end of this weekend with the other teams? Uh, um, I would think it's safe to say that NYCFC and Dallas are out. Uh, NYC, NYC has a better chance of, of making it, but I think that Toronto can hold them, especially with the, with the away goal advantage. Yeah, uh, I would, yeah I'd say... I'd say it's safe to say FC Dallas is out. Most likely New York is out. Um, you know, uh, I think I think Colorado going home, I got a feeling they'll shut down LA and they'll advance. I, I'm pretty much I'm pretty much right there with you. I'm sure uh the Smurfs can put up a couple goals, but I I don't know on that field how they're gonna prevent Toronto from scoring with those players on that field. Mm-hmm. I, I how? How are they gonna do it? I I I really don't know. And so, and so for NYCFC, the scenario is basically they have to win by three, or get a two nothing draw. So I mean, they're in a, a in the soccer world a much worse position than the Red Bulls are. So yeah, because I just they, they don't have a great defense. I don't know how they're going to prevent a goal from going in. I could happen, but I I don't see it happening. I really don't. I think Colorado can definitely move on. Yeah, I think out of the higher seeds, New York and the Red Bulls and Colorado have the best chance, obviously, because the one nothing scoreline is, out of a loss, the easiest one to make up. Right. And it's just a matter of not really not getting up away goals, um, which, again, the Red Bulls are a much better team at home. They have 13 wins, two losses, two draws in the regular season, so... I, I thought if the Smurfs had a little bit better defense and a lot better goaltender, I could see them maybe having a 2 nothing game and going to stoppage time, but oofa. I mean, goaltending again, just biting them in the ass. And, I mean, giving up to a goal a goal to a guy who's pretty much sitting on his butt. <laughs> Shoot, save, gets the rebound on his ass, <laughs> puts it in again. And that, boy, what a killer. Right at, right at the end of the game. The very, very end. It's a real shame. Also, can I mention I'm upset that Leslie Jones is going to that game and not the Red Bulls game? And yet she puts a picture of herself wearing a scarf on Twitter. Yeah. No, it. Very, very upset. I'm just going to. Would rather go to a baseball stadium. Maybe they gave uh, the Saturday Night Live cast free tickets or something. Maybe. Was Ghostbusters any good? It wasn't. I don't know. I didn't see it yet. I'll, I'll I watch honestly it haven't seen it. That's why I'm asking. The yeah, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't watched it yet. I will. It was. It was mediocre. You know, it wasn't it wasn't a tr- total travesty like some of the, uh, you know, the the, the, the sweatiest, uh, uh, mouth breathingest of the internet wanted it to be, but it wasn't it wasn't good. That's expert breakdown right there for you. You know it. That's how the pros do it. So we roll. All right. Uh, anything else you guys want to talk about? No, I mean it's not. Uh, you got playoffs. There's not really much else going on in the world here. Nope. 
Uh, USA plays Mexico next week, but we can cover that next week. Sure. <laughs> and we'll really be super excited, or uh, we'll be screaming at at each other. Yeah, so. like, uh, It'll be interesting either way. Play us or Apple, we got the sack or whatever. Dumb, dumb America, Mexico. All right, so let's wrap this one up then? Sure, why not? Let's do it. All right, you can visit us at onesmetro.com slash red hyphen bull hyphen rant. Uh, help support us by going to patreon.com slash red bull rant throw a few bucks our way. You can email us like Jorge did at redbullrant at gmail.com. Or if you wanted to call us, 973-348-5329. Uh, Facebook.com slash Red Bull Rant on Twitter at Red Bull Rant for the show. At Doc the Stooge for myself. At PMACD82 for Pat. At The Truman for Truman. Subscribe via pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. It doesn't matter where. I'm pretty sure that everybody aggregates anyway. Uh, last words before we get out of here. Well, I guess congratulations to Brandon Allen for being the USL Rookie of the Year. What a surprise. Absolutely. Uh, Wallenock won Coach of the Year. <laughs> and hold on, I believe we also won, we did, we won um, defend, Defender of the Year. Sweet. Yep. Uh, oh, yeah, Aaron Long won Defender of the Year. So uh, regular season win, playoff win, uh, three personal awards uh, were, were pretty darn good. So congratulations to all those guys. As for the big boys, get your shit together. Big win this weekend. Hey, by the way, I'm giving up Giants tickets for this, okay? Yeah. Make it worth it. Do it. Bougie Giants tickets. <laughs> Pat, you got anything else? Well, yeah, just win. All right. So for Pat Truman and myself, this has been episode number 207 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in, and as always, go Red Bulls. Peace out.